When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Quick Snap podcast. We've got a quick interview with Felipe Pereira. He's over here from the international football scene, and he's going to give us some insight into what he's been doing and all of his views on the NFL and the Miami Dolphins. How you doing, Felipe? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Oh, good. It's pretty cold up, up here. Yeah, yeah. It's cold. Well, well, I'm in Florida, and we're facing a, a little bit of a hurricane here, too, so it's not, not that great today, either. Oh, so. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> we're all sitting there jealous of you when you've got a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so obviously, you've been dealing with a lot of things, football, for, for many years now, so do you want to tell us a bit about, about yourself? Sure, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, long story short, I was actually born in Brazil, um, and I moved to the U.S. when I was 11 years old. Uh, I grew up here, then obviously I fell in love with football, uh, American football here. Um, still a soccer fan, still follow a little bit of soccer. You know, I think I'll, I, I like both of them uh, about the same, but I follow football a little bit more, obviously. Um, and then about, uh, you know, always been a fan, always followed the NFL, watch the games, you know, play fantasy football, all that kind of stuff. And then about five years ago, um, I was going to work in Brazil and I figure out that uh, they have football in Brazil. Um, it's a sport, it's the fastest growing sport in Brazil. Um, they have just over 200 teams in Brazil. I mean, they're mostly semi-pro, uh, uh, teams. And then I got involved with football down there. I got involved with, uh, the team from my hometown in the Southern part of Brazil, um, eventually made, um, into a team in Sao Paulo. Uh, and, and, you know, when I say made I wasn't playing, I was just helping them, uh, with international affairs, you know, connecting them to sponsors, connecting them to other leagues and so um, and then I got an invite from the CBFA, which is the Brazilian Federation of American Football, uh, to be their international relations manager and try to connect uh, football in Brazil with NFL, CFL, and CAA. Um, I took that job, and then uh, just uh, earlier this year, I got invited by the IFF, which is the International Federation of American Football, 
to uh, play a role in trying to help develop um, American football in Latin America. So I uh, been, as you said, pretty busy. involved and yeah, <laughs> pretty busy and, and, and trying to do uh, um, football. I kind of became this, this you know, uh, person that connects American football in the U.S. to other countries as well. You know, a lot of people yeah. will, will contact me and reach out on, on, on how to get certain things and connections and, and all that. So it's a pretty big role then because obviously the NFL is trying to expand into multiple countries. I've got the UK, they've got Mexico as well. You know, you've seen it across Germany, Poland, all across Europe as well as South America. You know, you could have a pretty big role in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> well, it's, and it's not only the NFL, the CFL um, is also, um, they have a program called the CFL 2.0, which they're expanding their, uh, their, their footprint across the, the world as well. And actually, we've signed a partnership with them earlier, uh, late last year. And then uh, in March of this year, we actually had a CFL combined in Brazil where they selected two players to go to the CFL. So, um, and then obviously the NFL, the, for the NFL, Brazil is one of the biggest, they, they have six markets they're, they're, they're focused on, UK being one of them, Brazil, another one, uh, China, Germany, Mexico, um, you know, and so, so yeah, I mean, I think for the, for the next few years, they're going to continue to expand, uh, especially because the market in the U.S. is pretty saturated at this point, right? So they, they need to expand uh, for revenues and fans and all that. Um, but they've kind of found these, these, you know, these big countries kind of like Brazil where they, there's a, a passion. And, and today, actually, Brazil is the third, uh, Brazil has the third largest viewership of uh, NFL um, so it goes, you know, U.S., Mexico, and then Brazil, and obviously it has to do with the big population that we have wow. as well. Brilliant. I mean, I, I, when I look at Brazil, I just see the football team as in soccer. So obviously me and Tom are Everton fans, and we've got uh, Richarlison in our team, and we're big fans of them. A so, bunch of Brazilians in there now, isn't there? Like yeah, Alan. Bernard, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for for sure, you know, soccer is still the the sport of Brazil, and Brazil will always yeah. be known for its soccer, right? But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, and then you know, to be honest with you, all other sports other than soccer in Brazil don't get as much attention as they they, they should, um, yeah, because everybody's so focused on soccer, you know. But but we have you know a decent basketball team, we have a decent uh, volleyball team, but, but they don't get nearly the attention that soccer does. No, um, course, and yeah. then with football, is the same thing, right? It's growing and and. Um, uh, it doesn't get all the attention that, that it needs. So that's what I try to do. You know, I try to bring attention to it. Good, good effort. Brilliant. That's great news because obviously um, as people from across the across the pond, as they say, in the UK, we're, we're loving the fact that the, the NFL and American football in general is growing internationally. We had a, a guy on our podcast called David Azignon, and he was one of the guys that from the UK that got into the CFL combine over here. And we yeah. interviewed him and he was absolutely hyped about that. So it, the, the chances of the fact that there's players around the world now getting chances to go and perform at the highest stages of American football is partly down, quite largely down to people like yourself who are growing the, the sport internationally. So, yeah, well, and, 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 you know, you know what I try to do too, I, I you know, I, and I don't mean to brag about this, but I don't think that there's a lot of people like myself that have an understanding of like the Brazilian culture and then the American culture, you know, uh, mm -hmm. speaks Portuguese and English, um, yeah. you know, and, and have that understanding. So, you know, what I try to do is, is utilize the skills that I have to connect, right? Because I don't think there's um, a lot of people that have that ability right now to do it. So why not help and, you know, uh, and have fun because it's fun actually you know when i was down in brazil and the cfl selected the two players you know to see the excitement of the face of the player that got selected and, you know and he was uh 
uh, crying and emotional, you know, obviously it was, to me, that was the most rewarding part of it, right? And to, to know that you help someone kind of um, achieve their dreams, it's, it's, it's yeah. really nice. Brilliant. That's really well, cool. We, we have actually got a few questions for you. So, right. you know, obviously Scott's going to start us off now. Bear with Scott. So Scott does come out with some outlandish things, so... <laughs> Just because you don't agree, I wouldn't make them out on this. Come on, let's. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, you've got, for people who can't see, obviously, listening, um, we've got uh, Felipe's got his dolphin stuff on his hat on. Thought I'd uh, make him feel welcome for all my dolphins. Yeah. Is that uh, Zach Thomas, by the way, Scott? It is a Zach Thomas jersey. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm, not, I, 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 I'm going to disclaim that my play, the player I'm wearing the jersey for doesn't even play for the dolphins anymore, but. But still don't, don't, tell lot. don't tell people a lot. Don't tell people a lot. Nobody can see. Don't worry. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, you. I mean, like you say, it's great all to do with Brazil. But obviously, you're in Miami. It's right? a um, couple of bits about Miami, really. I mean, I think as much as Tom Brady gets all the, the accolades, is Dan Marino the true goat for you, Miami guys? Like, is he just the guy, really? All right, so so I have to I have to do a little bit of a disclaimer here, and and I'm I'm gonna be honest. So when I moved from uh from a, when I moved from Boston, uh, when I moved from Brazil, I moved to Boston, and I grew up a Patriots fan uh, up in Boston. All right, and then about four years ago, I moved down here, and what has happened is that I've been working closely with the Miami Dolphins in a lot of these projects that um, I mentioned to you guys. You know, trying to grow football, and you you know, um, I've had different people come. there's always people unhappy with me um so you know when you ask me about brady uh, i mean obviously i think brady is one, one of one of the best um and and you know i i think dan marino obviously I've, I've watched a lot about him too one of the things that um i can say about brady that you know if they're comparing brady and marino is that i feel like brady has done successfully for a little bit longer than marino did right in the sense of uh, more championships uh, you know played longer um and we've ever seen now that you know even with a different team he's still successful in doing well right so um i don't like to compare because i think you know it's different eras different uh, you, you know it's a, a different season different seasons uh, one has done longer for the other i don't i don't know that one is better than the other i think you know there it, it, there's no no doubt that they're both uh, two of the best quarterbacks to have ever played the game. Uh, but what I can say is I think Brady has, has done more consistently uh, and longer than Marino did, man. I think yeah, if Marino so. played in this day and age with all the, the amount that everyone throws the ball now, like he, he would be right up there, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Peyton Manning was great because his mind was brilliant, but like Marino would definitely be number two, I think, if he was playing right now. Yeah, and I—I I, I mean, if you were to compare, I think they both have like the vision, the, the the view of the game. They have the understanding of the game that they would be able to do it. I just think that they played in different times that yeah. uh, the game was played differently, right? And and I agree with you. I think if he played today, um, I, he 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 would most likely uh, um, be as successful as Brady is. You know. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's not a bad uh, not a bad set of quarterbacks for the team you've spotted, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> you don't all right from my from Patriots in Miami. Uh, I, I guess the other thing is like you know, sticking with quarterbacks. What's it been like in Miami with uh, with Fitz getting benched? Tua obviously is coming in now. Was that was that a big was that a big surprise? Were you were you guys expecting it? What's, what's 
Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think he caught everybody by surprise a little bit, right? Uh, especially because Fitz was playing so well, right? Uh, yeah. um, uh, so so it's kind of you know if he okay, granted they were three and three, and when they made the decision, but if Fitz was playing well, I think that um, you know maybe if there were I don't know one and five, one and six, and then you know you you can make that call and say okay, it's for the better of the team. Um, but but you know the other part of me also understands why that why that move was kind of necessary, right? And and you you know you read a lot about here that it you know it's kind of like uh, Tua is auditioning for his role right now, right? Um, at some point you got to see what's what's out there. But I, but you know to be honest with you, I, I I think there's other motives out there that we probably don't know. You know when you think of in terms of like marketing or of selling uh, products, uh, you know all this stuff. I mean you have a push from ownership. Um, that you have a superstar in your hand and he's in, in the bench, right? And you want to push uh, to be able to play him and, and sell. You, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the NFL is a business, right? It's about selling seats. It's about selling merchandise. It's about selling goods. Um, so I think there's an element in there that perhaps a lot of people don't take into consideration that, you know, whenever it was um, the decision was made, that there was other elements in there. But as far as the decision, I think, you know, it caught the whole United States by surprise, right? The whole world maybe by surprise, not only just here in the Miami area, but, um, you, you know, if it's something that uh, Fitz was struggling and you put two in and we, we can understand, you know, and, and then it's kind of, you know, in my opinion, a little bit of a dangerous move too, right? Because what happens if Tua goes in and does absolutely horrible, right? Like you, yeah. you, that, that's, that's yeah. it, it, it takes a little bit of, of risk. And, and let's be honest, like the last game, um, you know, he had a decent game. It wasn't, you know, a superstar performance by him, right? He he had a lot of help from the defense and, and yeah, barely had to do anything. All that. Um, yeah, he was he was pretty average, right? So I think today's game will tell a lot too. You know, um, you know, how does he do today? And I, I think once you have a game where, you know, the game is on his back and it's his responsibility to win that game for the team. You know, and then he's not relying so much on the defense and special teams and all that, that's when you, we're going to kind of know if it was the right decision or not, right? Because obviously you know that uh, that Fitz put the team in his back and won a lot of games for them, you know, on, on yeah. his own, right? So. He's a gunslinger. That's what, that's what we, uh, obviously Tom's a Bucks fan and he's had the pleasure of watching Fitz uh, take his team on wins and then absolutely destroy them week after. Yeah. And we, we were saying it's only a matter of time until he implodes. And it, but, but this thing is, the bye week came at the wrong time for them. If, if the bye moved forward, the, didn't it? Exactly. So it was, which is a bit of a shame because we could have seen Fitz for the three weeks, you know, a few more wins, and then he would have definitely imploded by then, and then it, two it, can come in. And to be honest with you, like Fitz has always been there. That, that's his career, though, right? Even when it was yeah. in Buffalo, I remember he would have amazing games against the Patriots, right? Like, uh, and the Patriots were up there and, you know, like uh, unbeaten. And then he would have amazing games and then go into like a, a team with a losing record the next week and then do absolutely horrible, right? Like, yeah. So he's always been this up and down, not consistent. Perhaps that's one of the reasons why he, you know, struggled to kind of hold like a starting job in the NFL, right? Um, but yeah. to be honest with you, I also think that with the Miami Dolphins, like this year, he was – he was there. He was doing all right, right? Like, I don't think mm-hmm. all the losses that they had in the beginning of the year was was because of him. And like he said it on his, on the press conference, like he felt that, you know, this was his team and it was the best time, you know, that he had something together. And to be have that taken away, um, you, you know, it, it, it must be tough, right? It I did feel tough. for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think everybody did. I, th I think everybody did. But, you know, at the same time, you see that he's out there and supporting Tua, like, on the last game, you know, and, and that kind of shows his character too, right? So. Yeah, of course. I think he's always going to – he's not the kind of guy where he's going to be bitter and just throw it all. Yeah, yeah, okay. He reacted a bit differently than I thought he would. He did react a bit, you know, shocked. But yeah. you've got, he's not the kind of player to go and say, okay, well, I'm not playing, then I'm not going to turn up or I'm not going to help out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I think a lot of people were also a little bit um, shocked at the way he reacted to, like you're saying, right? because he kind of, you know, spoke up uh, uh, yeah, on yeah. his mind and, and his heart, right? Like whatever he was feeling, he just let people know, right? Um, which, you, you know, yeah, maybe you can say, well, that was a bad move because, you know, you're kind of throwing people under the bus. But at the same time, like it shows the character, you know, like he's showing his true colors. Like he's not hiding yeah. anything. It, Passion. It, 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 it is what I am. I'm passionate about this. And obviously, you know, anybody in that situation would have been upset as well. Yeah, of course. Of course. Now, yeah, I mean, fair play. I think two is going to be the future of the, the franchise. But yeah, we, we were all a bit surprised, weren't we? Yeah. Tom? And, 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 and I kind of, so, sorry, just to no, one last thought on this one. Um, I also think that, you know, um, everybody knows that the Miami Dolphins is kind of up and coming team, right? And, and, and I think a lot of people um, were expecting success from the Dolphins coming up, but I don't think that they expected as soon as it's kind of happening right yeah. now, right? That's the other thing too. That was um, if, if you talk to people, they'll say, you know, okay, uh, you know, the, Dolph the, the Patriots are kind of imploding a little bit. Uh, Buffalo is up there. Buffalo is the one to take the, the, the AFC East. And, you know, they're, they're the team they're going to be for a while. And then as the Dolphins kind of um, grows and with Tua coming in and all that, they're going to be the team of the future in the AFC East. Um, I also think they had a pretty good amount of success fairly early, and that kind of probably confused what to do as well, right? Like, what yeah. what do we do with the success? You know, do, do we just continue building on it, or do, do we try to slow down? And, and, and I think that's one of the issues too, right? That, that was me. I, I, uh, yeah. I got battered by Tom because I said the Dolphins would really struggle this year, and probably I said 2-14, and 14, which yeah, it does seem a little bit <laughs> insulting. Yeah. But, but, but I was saying that I don't, the, the talent there is definitely there, but I was saying with the lack of preseason and all the moving parts, because there was so many moving parts in the draft and the free agency, I said, said it's almost impossible to make it all work straight away. But they have. They, they've, and it's surprising because you've seen other teams that have brought in key players and it's really not worked at all. The Dolphins have made everything work. The defense, I think, I'm not sure, maybe like, 10 free agents came to the, the Dolphins in, yeah. on defense and, they, and it's all just worked. It, it's, it is crazy, but yeah. it, it just shows I, the character of the coaching staff. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, I was going to give a lot of credit to Brian Flores, right? Cause I, I think he's yeah. the, he's the one that is making all happen. I, you know, I think he took a page out of the, you know, the, the Patriots when he was there, he focused on defense, brought all the, you know, brought all the, as you said, all the support on defense, including some players from the Patriots themselves. Yeah. Right. And he kind of focused on that and said, okay, well, let's focus on defense. Let's, let's make that work. Um, and we know that we have a future in the offense with, with Tua and, you know, and, and then, you know, they have some young players too. And then I think some other parts just kind of like, you know, when you think of the running back, right, Gaskin kind of like just came out of nowhere and started yeah. having success. Some of the tight ends came out of nowhere and started having success. And I think that's what happened too, right? Like they, he's, he was going to focus on the, on, on the um, defense and then all of a sudden the offense started working as well. And, you know, it, it's, it's yeah. kind of clicking right now. Well, I think the best big, thing about big, Big, yeah, big big win last week too. You know yeah. that, that was a, a proven huge. week. 
Yeah. It was. I think the best thing about the free agency that the Dolphins had this year was, yes, a lot of people came in, but they obviously were really specific on who they wanted. And yes, they made a splash and spent a lot of money, but they've been they've really targeted players that will work in their system. So that transition of bringing in all these new players isn't as big because they know that these players will fit in their system and then that they'll um, thrive. Yeah. And we just didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I didn't, yeah. they, 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 they didn't. They didn't bring uh, big, big names, right? That, that, that's the thing. They were trying to bring more players. Like, if you think of like a Kyle Van Noy that they brought in, I mean, okay, yeah, people knew him from the Patriots and you know other, you know, what he has done in the league. But he's not like a superstar, right? Yeah. But somehow he he fit pretty well in, does, in, yeah. in the Dolphins, right? And and I think that's the key. Sometimes it's it's not who you bring in; it's if it fits into your you know, your scheme, right? And yeah. that's what you're suggesting, yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. Tom, have you got a few questions? I have got a few questions. I've got a sneaky extra one as well that I thought of as, as you were spoken about, as, as you were speaking at the start about how big Brazil is in terms of like the NFL viewership. Yep. Um, so obviously with your role in the international game, we've seen international games be held in London now for what, the best part of 13 years, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I've seen Mexico. Uh, I attended one last year. I went to uh, Jaguars, uh, Houston, and Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was I a was really at the cool books. experience. It is really good, isn't it? I've yeah. been to one pretty much every single year. I've been quite lucky. Um, I went to the Bucks and the Panthers last year, which was a terrible game as a Bucks fan. But, you know, it's, it's always... <laughs> but, but, but the, ex- the experience is still there, right? Now. Exactly. It's still a great experience. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, obviously, we have the games in Mexico as well. Do you think that there is potential for a game to be played in Brazil um, one season? Obviously, you said they were the third biggest market, the US, Mexico, then Brazil. Do you think there is a potential plan going forward there for a game? Yeah, so so you know, I, I I happen to talk to the NFL International a lot, um, you, know, you know, people that work in the NFL International, and and I think that's uh, there's there's a couple of things about Brazil, right? Um, obviously, security is one of the issues in Brazil, um, you know, and and kind of moving everybody there. It's an eight-hour flight from Miami, right? So never mind what other teams are, are going to. So you have that. Um, we do have one thing that is positive that it's, you, you know, the time zone is only a two, three hour difference. So, you know, it's not yeah. that difference uh, as it would be like for you guys example. Um, but, um, you, you know, there were talks in the past about doing the Pro Bowl games in Brazil um, before the NFL signed oh, nice. uh, with the city of Orlando for five years. Um, so they, you know, they thought of maybe doing in Rio. And I know that NFL, um, uh, employees have gone to Brazil and, and kind of visited different stadiums and, you know, you know, try to see what the structure looks like and all that. But um, one, one thing to keep in mind is, you, you know, Brazil, uh, obviously we're talking about soccer and you, you guys can kind of relate to this, you know, the, the, the stadiums in Brazil were built a long time ago when start, you know, mm-hmm. when soccer started being playing. Um, and we have a lot of teams in Brazil, just like you guys have in England with, you know, first, second, third divisions, right? So there's a lot of football, there, there's a lot of soccer, there's a lot of stadiums, but not all of them are up to the standards of holding an NFL game. And, and I think yeah. in the past, we've built, uh, we, you know, for the World Cup in 2014, we built a couple that, you know, would allow for that. But then, you know, they're also in major cities like Sao Paulo and Rio. Then you have security issues. Um, so, so you know, I, I, I think it's kind of cooking, but let's put it that way. And I think yeah. in, in the future, it could happen. Um, but um, I, I don't think the NFL is rushing to get there right at, at yeah. this point as well. Right? I think it'd be amazing. It'd be a proper carnival atmosphere. I, I know. I know. It'd, it'd be, be great. It'd, it'd be, be great, great for sure. Yeah. 
All right, um, sorry. So my next one then was obviously with you being in Miami. Um, what was the atmosphere like in the run up to the Super Bowl this year? Like when you I listened to a ton of podcasts and everyone was saying how amazing the atmosphere was, how amazing a Super Bowl city it was. Um, what sort of atmosphere did you get from it? it? It was very nice. So so I'm in Naples, which is about an hour from Miami. I'm actually on the west coast of Florida, so I'm on the other oh, side. Okay. So so I'm uh, about uh, two hours from Tampa and then one hour from Miami. I'm in, in between two cities, which is great. One, because Miami had the Super Bowl last year, and then Tampa is going to have it oh, this year. year. Right? So, yeah. so, so I'm right in the middle of both of them. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I didn't go to the game itself, but I did go to the city, like the days leading up to, to the game. And yeah. it was amazing. I mean, I, I, the city was living and breathing football. That, that, that's what it was. You know, you would go to South Beach where, you know, it's the touristy, the most touristy place in Miami, you know, and all the news stations were, um, had events going on there, had everything, you know, all the restaurants, all the bars, um, all different parts of town had football related things. I think they did a, a, a very, very good job in the city completely embraced. I mean, to be honest, it's the first time I go in a city where, you know, the Super Bowl is happening. I hadn't gone to a, to a city before, uh, but I was, like you're saying, I was, I was completely amazed by, you know, how, how much was, I, I, I kind of envision, um, you, you know, when you have like a World Cup, uh, at, you know, I was in, in a, I was in Paris uh, when France won and people are on the streets and celebrating all that nice. stuff, right? Yeah. So, so it, I, I kind of compare to that, like a World Cup winning. The, the Super Bowl is, uh, you know, the, the days leading up to that, it, it was everybody wearing their, their jerseys, you know, showing their colors, uh, very passionate about the, about the game. And um, it was a really nice experience. No, it sounds like I'd love to go over, like I'd say, if, if yeah, the books yeah. can ever make a Super Bowl, I would fly over, even if I can't get a ticket, which probably wouldn't happen for like $20,000. Yeah. But I definitely yeah. want to go to the city anyway, just to well, soak it all in and watch the game without a five-hour time difference. That, 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 was my, that was my thing, right? Like, I, I knew I couldn't go to the game because obviously, you know, I can't afford to pay the, the big money for the, for the tickets. But, yeah. um, but I wanted to go in and, and, and experience what the city felt like and what it felt like leading up to the days of it. And, and, and it was amazing, right? Like, every, um, pretty much every former player uh, goes into the city, especially a city like Miami. If you're from another part of the U.S., you want to go to, you know, in January, you want to be in Miami where it's hot, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody yeah. takes advantage to go families go they take vacation um you know you know it's it, it was just great and i and i'm, I'm assuming tampa will be very very similar right and and maybe your yeah. bucks will make uh will make will be the first team to 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 be in the super bowl in their home city right yeah Who knows? Um, this is what i mean tom, quietly tom, hopeful tom hasn't smiled apart from right now for about <laughs> for about three months now i was telling tom that this is the year where the books could do something and he was yeah. like no too much past trauma from tom it. brady's too old it's not gonna work the, the offensive line is crap and i was like okay okay and then now look at him look at him now oh yeah uh, it's because the offensive uh, line's playing well it's yeah, well, I, you know, I also think that uh, Brady in the very first few games, right? I, so I, I tend to to still watch the Bucks because of Brady, obviously. You know, I, I, I like Brady a lot. Um, but I think in the very, you know, he was adjusting, right? Like He, he needed yeah. time to be able to adjust and build the chemistry yep. with the players, right? Like, um, yes, you have great talented receivers and tight ends and, you know, and you, it looks like every week you sign up a, you know, a, a star player, right? But yeah. uh, you also need time to be able to sit with them and play with them and you know know mm -hmm. the timing and working all the kinks out right and and um uh, we see as the, the season progresses that he's he's doing that and and that's kind of um you know has been helping him right i have 
on my fantasy league, and I'm I'm very excited to have them because uh, he's putting up some big names, some big numbers. I think I think like since week three, he's had what twenty twenty touchdowns, one interception, something like yeah, that, which is so, pretty yeah, ridiculous. And, 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 and now you got another piece, and Antonio Brown coming in uh, this yeah. week. Uh, you know, another one to throw to. And... Tom's not too sh- not too sure, are you? You're not too sure about that. I think it's some just some bad energy for the team. Like he's obviously a good player, and yeah. I said in our show the other day, the preview for the game, that it wouldn't surprise me if he gets like eighty yards and a touchdown. But yeah, I wonder how long it'll last in terms of him fitting in with the locker room. Yeah, that's well, my, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys got this news, but this news, but he's been actually living with Tom Brady, right? Yeah, so he's living yeah. in Tom Brady's house, and then he's also, uh, uh, he's he's uh, telling people that Tom Brady and, and Tony Robbins, which is a motivational speaker, um, you know, pretty big motivational speaker, has been kind of helping him uh, through through this phase that that he went through, right? Uh, but then again, you know, when he went to the Patriots, uh, we had the same expectation that he had kind of. Uh, fix himself and things would be fine until you know a couple of weeks after kind of <laughs> a, week later. Exactly. Yeah, a week later story comes up. Yeah. so so I, I mean hopefully you know hopefully uh um you, you know i i root for guys like that you know like i i i do like when people get another chance and then he has the ability to kind of um show that he you, you know i think he's a skilled guy i think he has a, a, a lot obviously has proven that he has skills right and i think he has proven that he has potential um, but it's, you know, mind, body, and soul, right? Like you, your mind has to be there too, right? And your soul yeah. needs to be there too. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're talented, if you don't have all three in, then, then, you know, uh, um, it doesn't work. And, but, but I, I root for him, right? Like, even though he's not on my team, even though, you know, he, he made some mistakes before, I, I, I hope that he does well. Of course. That's what, that's what we've always said. If, if he does, if he's there to play football, I wish him all the very best. If he's there to start messing around and, start destroying things then you know find out soon enough and then get rid because yeah you know, the well are I, I, a good team you don't want to ruin that yeah and i think bruce Arians already said right the first thing that he does wrong he's out uh, out of the team right and, yeah, and it has to be like and, and i think bruce Arians is a coach that would keep his work right like yeah. i think yeah. if, if he did act up he, he would be gone maybe you know if he was a younger coach in the nfl and that were to happen um you know maybe the guy would would not necessarily uh send him you know, packing right away, maybe, you know, give him another shot. But I, I do think Bruce Arians knows what he has as far as the, 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 the roster and the talent that he has. And like you said, and I think the first time he acts up, he's he's gone because he gone. doesn't want to taint the, the, the rest of the team. Right? So with, with regards to the Dolphins, you know, of course, you are, you are all kitted out in Dolphins gear. And now you yeah. are, you know, working closely with Maui Dolphins. Where do you see yourself, like, you know, in the next five years or 10 years with the NFL? Are you looking to progress with the Dolphins or with the NFL in general, or uh, both? To be honest with you, <laughs> Wh- whichever comes first. So I, you know, what I see with the Miami Dolphins that you know, um, I, I actually tell us, you know, I've had meetings with them and, and told us, um, um, I, I think there's a lot of potential for the Miami Dolphins to expand their brand to Latin America, um, particularly to Brazil, right? So the the biggest um, uh, in, in the city of Miami, the biggest population of people that travel on vacation to Miami are from Brazil. Um, and actually, you go into uh, Miami Dolphins games, um, and you see Brazilians that are there, you know, on, on vacation, and they go to the games to 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 get the experience. And I think 
it's something that the Dolphins need to work on, right? Like growing their brand to Latin America. Um, they, in the stadiums themselves, they also have the Miami Open, which is a tennis event, right, uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, I think it was they said that 20% of the viewers from that the Miami Open were from Brazil too. So uh, there's a connection there too. And then they're going to have the Formula One race at Hard Rock, around Hard Rock Stadium too. I think it's either next year or the year after. Oh, yeah, I remember um, reading that. that. Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty and, cool. And so, yeah. So there's a lot of Brazilians that obviously follow Formula One too, you know, back to Ayrton Senna and, you know, all that, right? Um, so I, I, to me, I've, I've been kind of pushing the Miami Dolphins to say, hey, guys, you know, like you you need to focus a little bit in, on, on the international side. Um, Miami is a very international city. Um, you know, they have some material that is in Spanish. They go into, you know, some, some, some of the communities that are, you know, uh, have a, a lot of Spanish speaking people, but um, I do think that they need to focus a little bit, a little bit more. I, I see, for example, in other teams like the uh, Arizona Cardinals, they, they, they do a big job with Mexico, you know, obviously, you know, they're a lot closer uh, yeah. than Miami is to, to, to Brazil or to Latin America. Well, not to Latin America, but at least to Brazil. Um, but the, 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 the Arizona Cardinals have an international relations manager that goes in and develops the brand and helps and, and, and tries to grow. And I, I honestly think that the Miami Dolphins are, are missing that. And, um, you know, I, I would love to volunteer and be that person <laughs> yeah. if, they're, if they're willing to take me, right? Uh, number one. And then I, I think similarly with the NFL, right? I think, uh, like we, we said a little bit ago, uh, the NFL is trying to expand their footprint um, across the across the globe. And, you know, I think um, uh, they, they kind of have different, different phases, if you will. You know, they have countries uh, that they're interested in going in and having events kind of like the UK, you know, like uh, Germany, uh, Mexico, right? And then they have other countries that are kind of like a tier two almost where they want to have a footprint but not necessarily be there with events yet, right? Uh, so yeah. Brazil is one of them where, you know, they, they have a marketing company in Brazil that has NFL Brazil, uh, you, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook. They try to exp uh, expand their brand but not necessarily have events there. And And my goal is, you know, what can we do to get those from tier two to tier one, right? And how can we get those events in Brazil? What, what what do you need to feel comfortable? And, you know, my goal is that hopefully I can be part of that too. I don't, I know I cannot single-handedly do that, right? But, um, you know, being involved, I, I think that's always my ultimate goal, being involved with the Dolphins, being involved with the NFL, um, any other teams that one day someone could say, hey, you know, we know this guy that has been really involved, has an understanding on both sides, um, knows a lot about the football community worldwide, um, you know, let's bring him in and, and see how he can help us. Brilliant. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully, hopefully, in a few years' time, we'll be talking about you in the NFL, building relations across Brazil. So that'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. With, with, with the Dolphins, I know, I know you've absolutely timed it perfectly, going across from the Patriots to the Dolphins now, as the Patriots <laughs> start to just go down and the Dolphins start uh, to listen, come up. Listen, I, I moved here four years ago and then, you, you know, <laughs> it, so, so I, I had kids, my, my kids were, I have one, uh, my daughter was born in Boston and then my son was born here. So, um, but then my daughter started doing events with the Dolphins, like, you know, cheerleading uh, uh, camps and, and things like that. And I took her, you know, to, to see the stadium and she went, uh, you know, all this stuff. And so she kind of became like a Dolphins fan, right? And then my yeah. son was born in, was born here. And it's a lot easier to get Dolphins gear here than it is to get, you know, Patriots gear down here too. And I started buying them gear, you know, Dolphins gear. And so they kind of became a Patriots, uh, Dolphins fan rather. And, um, 
you know, and then I said, you know, I, I have a little, I, I little thing for this team. I like it, right? Like they're, they're, they're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. So with the Dolphins, as you said before, you know, nobody really thought it would be this, this good this year. You know, obviously Tom may have thought that they would have been doing better than two and 14, but nobody thought they'd be doing like, you know, never mind the, like the, the actual um, record so far, but you know, in general, the team looks very, very solid. So where do you see them? Do, how do you see them doing this year? And then obviously, what do you expect from them next year? I, you know, I think for this year, they're still going to um, struggle getting the AFC East. I don't, I, I still have a feeling that that's going to go to Buffalo. Um, you, you know, as, as good as Miami is playing, I think Buffalo is playing well too, although they did struggle a little bit with the Patriots uh uh, last last week, right? I think was it last week that they played the the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, yeah. they 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 struggle a little bit. Um, and the Patriots, you know, didn't have a lot of players in there, right? They didn't have Julian Edelman. They didn't have people on defense. And Buffalo struggle a, a little bit. Um, this year is such an off year that it's kind of so hard to you, you, you know to determine what's going to happen. But uh, um, I think that it, it you know there is a potential from Miami. I think Miami is going to finish with a winning record for 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 sure. Right. I think that's uh, they're going to finish with uh, nine and seven. Perhaps that's kind of where, where I'm thinking they're going with. If you look at their schedule, um, uh, not sure that they'll make the playoffs with that. Um, I, I don't think so. Um, and then, you know, kind of going forward to next year, you, you know, I hope and, and I think they will build upon this year's season. Right. So they'll look back and, and, Kind of, you know, what Tom said, you know, trying to identify where, where the gaps were, trying to identify, you know, where they need to bring in some players. Uh, you know, I don't think they need to bring star players in, right? Um, I think they, they need to bring young players that, that fit into the scheme, kind of like what Tom said. And I think they'll they'll go back. And, and I think next year they'll, they'll be fighting with Buffalo for, for, for the division, right? Um, that's that's I how I, I see playing out, yeah. I think they've got a chance to play off this year. I think I think yeah. they've got a real chance, which is which is scary because like if they if, at... if they if they keep if they play every other game for the rest of the year like they played last week, I, I think so. Um, but, the defense is going to show up. Yeah, I I, I think it, it's going to depend. Like I said, you know, once the game is on Tua's hand, um, is he going to be able to deliver? Right. I think that's the key the key question that that's still out there to to know. You know, maybe we'll find out today. Maybe we'll be next week. I don't know. But if the defense and the special teams continue to play the way they played last week. I think even if he plays on a average level, there'll be enough to get wins and, and, and get them to the playoffs. But I'm, you know, I'm kind of banking on the defense, not performing like they did last week, because it's, it's hard to keep that, you know, yeah. that, that level of play. Right. If, if the dolphins do make the playoffs, this is a question for all of you, by the way, not just, not just you, Felipe. If, if the dolphins make the playoffs, does Brian Flores become the coach of the year? He's definitely had to be one of the top people for it if that happened. Yeah, yeah. where the expectations to, were at the start of the season. Yeah. For sure, it would have to be considered, right? I, I, I think, I think everybody knew that he had the potential and that he would flip the team around. Um, but like we we're talking about, uh, the fact that he did it so quickly, I think that you know they, they would have to consider him for, for for doing that so quickly, right? I think I think he should be coach of coach of the decade personally because last year was. Was the, well. Listen to this. So last year, the Dolphins, the Decades head office, just started. Yeah, relax, mate. The do, <laughs> the the the, uh, the head. Obviously, the the head office decided last year that it was a tank year. They saw Tua before he got injured. They were like, "We are going to tank. 
We don't care about results. Let's just try and get our quarterback. And he decided upon himself that there's no pride in tanking. And you saw how the team like, got around him and they, cont- they started to play better. They started to win games. Of course, they, they only got the fifth overall pick, but they managed to get to it anyway. But they, they actually, the whole, the whole attitude towards football changed because of him. And he took upon himself to not have that tanking label and become better. And it's worked out perfectly. And then he's basically carried that on to this season and implemented all the things he wanted to. And you look at that, like, so obviously let's, let's discuss like new and upcoming coaches. You have like Adam Gase, who was trying to prove that he could do something in his career and he can implement change. Then you have Brian Flores, who implemented an attitude and a work ethic rather than his own you know, systems in place. He, he just became a coach rather than this wonder kid that Adam Gates is trying to become. And look at, look at the difference so far. Yeah, and then, you know, one of the other things not to forget about is, too, the, that the Dolphins have a pretty high pick this year, too, with the, with the Houston uh, Texans, Texans yeah. pick, right? And I think they, they're going to get they, they're gonna get that, too, which means they're going to get a, you know, a top 10 player, right, and, uh, uh, adding to next year. So we were talking about, you know, finding what the gaps are from this year and adding to next year. I mean, they can add with a top 10 player, right? Like, so it's, it's it, going it, to be it, ridiculous. Yeah. And then the other thing too, you, you know, one thing that perhaps a lot of people don't take uh, into consideration is um, a lot of the, the the coaches that left New England to go to other teams have not fared well, right? Like they, they you look at Matt Patricia in Detroit, he didn't do so well. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I mean, he was with the Texans for a while, but he just got canned, right? Um, he was useless. Uh, yeah, uh, Joe Judge, which is uh, the Giants right now, he's not doing so well, right? And and many other ones, right? That 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 didn't do so well. So um, we're not big fans thing. of Joe Judge. We're not big fans of Joe Judge. No, no. So in fact, I'm um, warming on Joe Judge. I'm not. They're actually playing better. <laughs> They're playing better. But but you know, I think that's another thing that that Brian uh, Flores has been able to do is you know kind of break that mold that everybody that leaves New England is not able to to succeed at at some level because they don't have Belichick and and I think he he's proven that you know I'm I'm doing my own thing right like uh, um and when he left I, I think when he signed with Miami there was a lot of questions on what he would be like right would it be another Matt Patricia would it be another Bill O'Brien right um. Uh, Josh McDaniels, right, that left and didn't do so well and then had to go back to the Patriots. I, I think a lot of people had questions that he would do that. But I think he proved to be um, more of a, like, a GM uh, coach kind of player. And, 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 you know, I attribute that to what, what Tom said a little bit earlier. I don't think he's so big on, like, you know, I need the number one pick or I need the, you know, the best player I can get, the most talent player. I, I need, you know, I need to build a system, right? I need to get pieces that fit into my scheme and my system um yeah. and if they're you know they have to have good characters and be good players right and and if they fit then it'll all gel in and it will work um and if you see you know teams that have done well in the super bowl that's it always didn't always necessarily have the star players right it was teams yeah. that gelled well and, and and played well together right so um i, I think that's that, that that's definitely something to to give them credit for as well yeah so obviously we've gone through all of our questions and it's been it's been great talking to you. One last thing before we let you go. What is your prediction for today's game? I think they're going to win. I think it's uh like I said it before, I I don't think that they're going to perform as well as they did last week because I think last week I'm not saying it was a fluke, but I think it's kind of hard to keep the level of play that they did last week and everything worked out and right in the NFL 
each week things change, right? Like one week you, you have everything work out for you, special teams work, you get punt blocked, you get this and everything. The following week, like everything goes wrong for you, right? Like, and you, you, get, you know, everything it goes wrong. But I expect them to keep some, some level of that, right? I think that the, the, yeah. the defense is still going to play okay. Um, special teams, they, they, you know, the, for the last two weeks, they had uh, the kicker and the punter be on the, the, the player of the week, right? So, so they did well. Um, so they've been playing there well, too. There's some consistency. Um, and I think if those two, uh, you know, areas of the game, like defense and special teams do well, uh, even if you get an average uh, playing from, from Tua, like I, I think they'll be able to win. Um, I think it'll be a little bit tougher than it was last week. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think I still think they'll win today. Brilliant. So it's been great talking to you. It really has. And I hopefully we can have you on again soon. You know, just keep 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 in contact with you. When so, the Dolphins make the playoffs. When the Dolphins yeah, 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 for sure. of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Do you want to tell uh, the guys where they can find you on social media, etc.? Sure. Yeah. So I'm on, uh, you know, I'm all over the place. So I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, Instagram is, uh, you know, where I post a lot about the stuff that I do. Um, my handle there is the real Felipe Pereira. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I have pages on, on, uh, I have a live with Felipe on, on Facebook. I do some live shows, uh, talk to former players, try to bring, you know, like, a. um, a, a level of information that, you know, you wouldn't get just from watching the game. So, you know, I talked to former players, asked them to tell us a little bit of what it was like to, you know, go into a game and mindsets and things like that. I've talked to, uh, you know, coaches, uh, people from the Dolphins organization, all that, the, the different kind of uh, elements that make up, you know, the NFL and, 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 and football, um, you, you know, and, and, you know, uh, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, if, if anyone doesn't, Check that out. They're missing out. Those live with Felipe videos are pretty impressive. There, there's, if, there's a lot of them on uh, YouTube of things that I've done before. Uh, you know, I've done with uh, uh, one of the Grinkowskis, not not Rob, but one of the Grinkowskis. You know, I've talked to him about it. Um, I, I've talked to uh, one of the, the cheerleaders from the Dolphins, you know, to, to see what, what they bring into the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I've talked to the uh, director of relations community for the Dolphins to talk about, you know, much more than football, you know, what, what you, as a football team, what do you do for your community and try to, you know, help your yeah. community out too, because that's a key part of the NFL as well, right? It's not just a game, but helping out those around the community as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff there on YouTube. Just, you know, look for Live with Felipe and, and you'll find me there. Brilliant. Brilliant. If, you, if you want to try and catch where us three are as well, we're on social media. We're at the Quick Snap UK on both Instagram and Twitter. We've got the quicksnap.co.uk for our website. Uh, Felipe, it's been an absolute pleasure. Fingers crossed your Dolphins win today. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Sounds good, mate. Thank yeah. you so much. And thanks, uh, thanks for all the questions. Thanks for not giving me so, much, so, you know, so many uh, hard questions. You know? Some of them were <laughs> really tough, but... We'll save them for next time. All right. Take care, guys. Cheers. Cheers thanks, guys. Network.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.